Welcome to the Aspiring Administrators Podcast, a podcast for ambitious teachers who are aspiring to become assistant principals. And now, here's your host, Dr. Omega W. Wilson, CEO and founder of Innovative Strategies Consulting, LLC, educational consultant, leadership coach, and breaker of glass ceilings. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the Aspiring Administrators Podcast. I am Dr. Omega Wilson, and I'm so very excited today to speak to you. What we're going to talk about today is it is time to rebuild your confidence. I know a lot of people have been talking to me about just not really feeling confident. They've lost their power. They don't know how to regain their power, regaining their focus. That's what we're going to talk about in here today. It is time to rebuild your confidence. And in case this is your first time listening to the Aspiring Administrators podcast, let me let you know this podcast is a go-to source for educational leaders who aim to aspire, lead, and make a lasting impact in the world of education. So if that's what you want to do, if you want to make an impact as an aspiring administrator or as an administrator, keep listening. I have some good nuggets that I'm going to share with you quite a bit. I am so very excited about this episode simply because I know that it's going to help you. I'm going to take a deep dive into this topic, and I know that it resonates with so many of you rebuilding your confidence, whether you're a seasoned administrator or a seasoned leader, or if you're just starting your journey. I'm letting you know now this episode is going to be packed. It's going to be packed with encouraging and motivational insights to help you soar to new heights. So again, episode 11, it's time to rebuild your confidence. And like I stated, confidence, as we all know, is the foundation of effective leadership. Now, granted, sometimes we very well may not feel as confident as we want. But that's when we have to speak over ourselves. We have to speak to ourselves. We have to let ourselves know, hey, I got this. I can do this. Confidence is going to empower you to tackle the different challenges head on. It's going to help you to inspire your team and drive meaningful change. You got to be confident in this thing now. But let's face it. Confidence can take a hit. Why? Because life happens. Setbacks occur. Doubt creeps in. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. Life happens. I went MIA on you all for a little while with the podcast. I was still visible on social media, but life happened. Setbacks occurred. Doubt didn't creep in, but life happened for me. Okay, with my family and all of that. Parents, you all know how it goes. But the good news is it's not too late to get back out there, to rebuild your confidence, reignite your leadership journey. So I'm going to talk to you today. I have about five transformative tips that I'm going to share with you that I really believe that that are going to inspire and motivate you to reclaim your confidence. And even if you have that level of confidence, it's going to help you. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump right in. I want to talk about tip number one. I hope that you have your pens and your paper, your computer, your pad, whatever it is. Tip number one is going to be self-reflection and self-compassion. Okay, tip number one, self-reflection and self-compassion. Like I stated before, confidence starts with you. Confidence starts with a deep understanding of yourself. 
Many of you all know I'm an executive director on the Maxwell Leadership Certified Team. John Maxwell often states that the hardest person to lead is who? Who's the hardest person to lead? Yourself. Why? Because you have all those people talking to you in your head, telling you that you can't do it, hampering your confidence, hampering your self-image, pouring doubt into yourself. You're listening to your inside voices and it's hard for you to believe in yourself sometimes. But you got to know that you have to win. Regardless of whatever you're facing, you have to win. It's not optional. You have to dig deep inside, reflect on whatever it is that you need to reflect on. Give yourself a little bit of grace. Give yourself a little bit of compassion, mercy. But take some time to self-reflect. Slow down a little bit. Sometimes you have to slow down in order to speed up. But when you are self-reflecting what you are doing, you are acknowledging your strengths and your areas of growth. Champion yourself right there and applaud yourself right there. Too many times we make accomplishments or we have accomplishments, we have achievements, and we don't even applaud ourselves for them. Do that, okay? And then on the flip side, what you have to do is remember that it is okay to have imperfections. We're not perfect. We're striving for excellence. We're striving for perfection. But we all have flaws. It's okay. It's okay. As a leader, that's what's going to make you uniquely qualified for leadership. Because when you have those flaws, you want to correct them. You want to correct those flaws. So you're going to cultivate self-compassion by treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding you offer to others. You give other people grace. Why not begin to give yourself grace? Give yourself grace. What you have to realize is that self-reflection is going to allow you to assess your leadership journey objectively. Let me say that again. It's going to allow you, when you self-reflect, you're going to allow yourself to really assess your leadership journey objectively. Go ahead and recognize your strengths and your areas for growth, promoting a balanced self-image. Don't beat yourself up because you're not where you want to be, where you thought you were going to be. You may have written out some goals and we're going to get on that in a few minutes. You may not have hit those goals, but I'm here to tell you in some of my businesses, I have not hit as many goals as I wanted. I have, in fact, not hit more goals than I've hit. But I embrace those imperfections and guess what? I get back in the saddle and I try it again. I don't give up on it. I take some action steps, you all. I want to give you some action steps to go along with self-reflection and self-compassion. You say, well, how do I do that? Dedicate some time for journaling and meditation. Just sit. Sit with yourself. Learn how to sit with yourself. Learn how to talk to yourself. Journal and meditate. Think about that. And then sometimes you're going to need to seek some serious feedback. I call them from your trusted agents, but I want to say seek some feedback from trusted colleagues so that you can gain a pretty much a 360 degree perspective of this thing. And like I said, again, I can't express this enough. Please practice self-compassion by challenging your inner critic with self-kindness. Be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. A lot of people are going through a lot of things and I am a lot of people. (laughs) Let's be very transparent. Okay, a lot of people are going through a lot of things, but guess what? You're still making it. You're still hanging in here. 
You haven't given up. You haven't quit. You haven't thrown in the towel. You haven't walked away. Tip number one, self-reflection and self-compassion. That's a must in this leadership game. Tip number two, I want you to set smart goals. I talked about this on another podcast with my lead by example podcast to all leaders. But of course, this is designed just for aspiring administrators. I want to make sure that you are setting smart goals. You all have heard about smart, meaning specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. Goal setting is a powerful confidence booster, you all, because sometimes you're you're aiming for something, you're trying to get somewhere, you're trying to achieve something, but you haven't even written out your goals. I'm, I'm going to be an administrator. When? How? Who's helping you? We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Who's helping you? And then you have to ask yourself, are your goals truly aligned with your leadership vision? When you write these goals out and you're able to write a timeline with them, you're achieving these milestones with a boost, which which is going to boost your confidence and give you a sense of accomplishment. But if you're just willy nilly, just wishing and waiting and wanting and not writing these things down and not following up and not holding yourself accountable with them. That's my other podcast. I put that out the other day. I'm a lead by example podcast. It's important for you to hold yourself accountable. So you want to make sure that your SMART goals provide clarity and direction. You do this for work and you do it for everybody else. Now you have to do it for yourself. Your goals are going to offer a tangible sense of progress and achievement for you. You're going to feel really, really good about yourself when you hit these goals. And you don't always have that. You you should have short-term and long-term goals. Your goals don't have to always be something huge. It can be related to reading every day. Reading something that a leader has written by John Maxwell or something or following along in my daily devotional that I have. But you want to make sure that your goals are aligned with your vision because it's going to fuel your motivation and your confidence. A few action steps, like I stated a few minutes ago, identify long term and short term goals that support your leadership journey. Your journey is not my journey. My journey is not your journey. I tell most of my clients, you all are so much farther up the road than I was when I was your age or in your year of whatever you are. Why? Because I did not do what you all are doing. I wasn't listening to podcasts when I was an administrator, when I was in in the school system trying to, when I was an aspiring administrator. I was attending some conferences, but not like talking about it. I mean, social media wasn't popping like it is right now. I had a mentor somewhat, but I didn't know what I didn't know. I just did not have a bucket list like you all did. Every position that I earned, I kind of like stumbled into it. I didn't have it on my bucket list to be an assistant principal, be a principal, be a director of high schools, be a vice president of operations, be a founder and CEO of a corporation. I didn't have all of that. God just got in the mix of it. And here I am. So write out your goals, long-term and short-term. You decide. You decide what your goals are. Now, of course, don't just put something down there. Just say, I wrote my goals out. Make sure it's something that you can achieve. Make sure it's going to stretch you. Make sure it's going to take you to the next level. Like I said, make sure your goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound, smart goals. 
Break out your smaller goals, break out your larger goals, manageable steps for a sense of continuous progress. That's what you want to focus on. That's what you want to focus on. Break these goals out, break them down so that you will not get overwhelmed. Tip number one, self-reflection and self-compassion. Tip number two, set smart goals. Tip number three, this is very, very important, you all. Positive self-talk and visualization. I'm not trying to go to church or on anybody or anything, but life and death are in the power of the tongue. You have to speak over yourself and speak positive affirmations on a daily basis. Stop being doubtful. Stop being negative and stop surrounding yourself around negative people. Don't be around people who don't believe in you and your vision and your dream. It's okay if they don't, let them go on about their business. But meanwhile, you focus on your vision, your dream, your aspirations. You stay focused and you recite every day. Anyone who gets in my cohorts, I encourage them to make sure that they have some note cards. You want to make sure that you have note cards and write your affirmations on those note cards daily. Today, I am an assistant principal and my salary is no weapon formed against me will ever prosper. Today is going to be an amazing day. I am beautiful. No one will sour my day. Whatever the affirmation is that you want to have, but positive self-talk is key and visualization. I like to say you have to see it before you see it and it won't be long before you see it. I'm going to say that one more time. You see it before you see it. And it won't be long before you see it. In other words, speak over yourself. Your inner dialogue really, really does matter. Replace your self-doubt with positive affirmations and visualize yourself sitting in that assistant principal chair or that principal chair or the director's chair or the assistant superintendent's chair or the who wh- whatever it is. You visualize yourself there. Get a nameplate. Put it on your door at your at your house. I wouldn't put it on my door at my job because I don't want them people to think you're going crazy or anything like that. But you're going to end up rewiring your thoughts and your beliefs. You're unlocking your potential that's been within you all along. Speak it and believe it. Really believe it. Okay? Positive self-talk is going to boost self-esteem. It's going to reduce any type of self-limiting beliefs that you have. It's going to limit that. Your visualization. It's going to reinforce your goals and and prime your mind for success. And like I said, change your circle if you have to. Change your circle if you have to. No negative Nancys, no negative Normans. We don't want those people around us. We want to be around people who are willing to pull, push, and lift us to the top. If those people can't do that, it's time to snip, snip, and walk away from them. So a few action steps like I stated. Make sure that you're creating affirmations that you can speak daily related to your leadership journey, related to your life, related to your daily walk, relating to your purpose. All right. Make sure you're creating some type of empowering affirmations. Make sure that you're starting your day. You're affirming your day every morning. Affirm your day. You affirm, command the day to be kind to you. You have the power to get what you want. And incorporate some type of exercise or something into your daily routine. I'm not talking about just working out, but some type of affirming exercises that you can speak every day. And then you challenge those negative thoughts by reframing them with positive affirmations and positive thoughts. Okay. 
So again, affirmations, positive self-talk, no negativity. We don't want any of that in our energy and in our space. Tip number one, self-reflection and self-compassion. Tip number two, we're going to set some SMART goals. Tip number three, we're going to implement self positive self-talk and visualization. Tip number four, tip number four, please embrace resilience. I'm pausing. Embrace resilience. Here's what you have to know, as I stated a few minutes ago. Setbacks are a part of your journey. It's just life. It's going to happen. It is okay to fail. John Maxwell teaches us to fail forward. What does that mean? If you fail, get up and try it again. Use it as a learning lesson. It's an experience. It's not a death wish or death trap. It's not voodoo. It's not witchcraft. It's not the devil. It's life. Setbacks are going to happen. But you have to make up in your mind, be confident and know I'm going to win. I'm going to be resilient. There's nothing that's going to stop me from winning. There's nothing that's going to hold me back ever. Here's what you got to realize. True confidence is going to emerge when you bounce back from adversity with determination. But if you have a woe it is me pity party, you're not going to be confident. You're not going to bounce back. It's important and paramount for you to develop a resilient mindset. That's when you're going to face challenges as opportunities for growth. If you don't have a resilient mindset, if you don't have a positive mindset, if you don't have a confident mindset, then you're going to believe it's the last day of earth for me. You're going to have a pity party. Woe it is me. I can't do anything right. It's not going to happen for me. I'm never going to get a job. Nobody likes me. No, don't have that attitude. No, we're not going to do that. Embrace resilience. Build that emotional strength and mental fortitude. You're strong. You're confident. You're more than a conqueror. If the next person can do it, so can you. Overcome your challenges by reinforcing your confidence in those abilities. It's that simple. And like I said, overall, you have to have a never give up attitude. Don't quit. Don't quit. If you quit, it will never happen. At least you have a a half of a chance that it's going to happen right now. So this is what I want you to do, these action steps. I want you to sit for a few minutes. If you have to pause this, pause it. But sit for a few minutes and really reflect on past setbacks. What did you learn from those setbacks? I don't care whether it's dealing with something that you did or something somebody did to you or a shot that you may feel that you didn't get at a particular position that you feel set you back. What did you learn from that? I hope one of the things that you learned is that you're not going to be defeated. I hope that one of the things that you learned is that you're going to get up and try it again. I hope that one of the things that you learned is mental toughness and mental fortitude. Don't have a give up attitude. Like I stated again, make sure that you develop a network of friends, mentors, and colleagues. We're going to get on that one in a few minutes. But practice those mindfulness and stress management techniques that are going to help to enhance your resiliency. Okay? that are going to help to enhance your resiliency. Number one, tip number one, self-reflection and self-compassion. Tip number two, set smart goals. Tip number three, implement positive self-talk and visualization. Tip number four, embrace 
resilience. Tip number five to bring it all together for you all. Last tip, seek mentorship and learning. Seek mentorship and learning. I talked to a client the other day. She said, I've never had a mentor. I've got my present promotions on my own. And I'm like, that is really, really good. Seriously. If you have been able to do this without anybody, that's good. Then I asked her, how much quicker could you have done it if somebody was leading you and somebody was guiding you? And she said, you're exactly right. That's why I'm with you. <laughs> the purpose of a mentor, I believe a mentor or a coach is someone who is in life where you want to be. Someone who can navigate you around the pitfalls, the landmines, somebody who, who can tell you how to be successful, somebody who can show you how to be successful, someone who has a proven track record of success. I believe that if you do not have a mentor, you might be fumbling around in the dark. You're trying to figure it out. A mentor or a coach is someone who can help you get there. And even when you get there, please know that you must continue to learn. I always tell people, I don't know, who, I don't care what your title is. I don't care what your position is. None of us have ever arrived because none of us know every single thing. There's always something to learn. So you want to implement that continuous learning. Surround yourself around mentors, role models, people who can provide proper guidance and support, people who can help you think. Sometimes you can't think your way out of the situation because you're invested in it. You're involved in it. You need somebody who can stand with you and look from the outside looking in. And then you want to make sure that you're constantly engaging in ongoing. Let me say that again, ongoing. Let me say that again. Engage in ongoing professional development to sharpen your skills and knowledge. So what does that mean? Conferences and maybe your school isn't going to pay for it. Okay. Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself like you can a trip, like you can a car, like you can clothes or whatever. And you need those things, but you also need to sharpen your skill set and your knowledge. Know that learning and growth are key confidence building blocks. Key confidence. And it matters because mentors can offer you wisdom, experience, and valuable feedback. Continuous learning is going to help keep you adaptable and informed. Exposure to diverse perspective broadens your understanding. I want to give you a few action steps, and then I'm going to get out of your way. So like I said, identify some mentors with or outside your organization. If you are looking for a mentor, a coach, a leadership development coach, someone who has a proven track record, I'm here to help you. I have a number of boot camps that I run. It's prescribed just for you. I have a cohort that I run. It's for you. That's a group of people. But if you need some help, I can work with you. You can contact me on any social media platform. For the most part, inbox me. You can email me at Omega at isclc.consulting. You can even call me at 804-218-1410. I don't mind giving you my number. Call me. But you need somebody who you can establish a mentorship relationship based on trust and open communication with no judgment. Judgment-free zone. But make sure you're also investing in books, courses, workshops, and conferences so that you can expand your knowledge. Tip number one, implement self-reflection and self-compassion. Tip number two, Set smart goals. Tip number three, implement self-talk and visualization. Tip number four, embrace resilience. And of course, tip number five, seek mentorship and learning. Okay? 
seek mentorship and learning. I hope that these five transformative tips have helped you and will help you to rebuild your confidence and reignite your leadership journey while you're on your journey. Remember, please, confidence is not just a destination, but it's a continuous journey, you all. That's what you have to realize. Your confidence may get shot down one day, but put it back up. So you got to be patient with yourself and stay committed to your growth. Like I said, I hope this episode has inspired you and motivated you in some way. Please continue if you have not subscribe to this podcast. Make sure that you are subscribing. Leave me a positive review. I really, really appreciate that. Your feedback is invaluable. Until next time, you all, this is Dr. Omega. I hope that I have said something to inspire, empower, and enlighten you. God bless each of you. Have a wonderful day.